Breaking up is hard to do, but when it comes to your wireless carrier, you should have left a while ago. You're over the big three carriers. You deserve better. Xfinity Mobile. Now you can get unlimited with 5G included for just $30 a month on the nation's fastest, most reliable network. So break free from the big three and save with Xfinity Mobile. Take the savings challenge at XfinityMobile.com slash MySavings to see how much you can save when you get Xfinity Mobile and Internet together. Reduced speeds at 20 gigabytes per line. Most reliable based on Root Metrics U.S. report. Results vary, not an endorsement. Hello, we are not available now. Please leave your name and phone number after the beep. We will return your call. Hey, huge fan. Been following for a while. Just have a quick question. By any chance, are you former Ravens Super Bowl MVP Joe Flacco? For the 101st time, I am not Joe Flacco. This is not Joe Flacco, the podcast. This is the mock draft. Again, I think we did a mock draft last year. I can't remember if we did a mock draft last year with Doug. I know I know we had Doug on for some mock draft-ish stuff last year. But anyways, here we are, one year later, doing some drafting. Doug, Trevor, your boy, not Joe. We're out here. We're, uh, we're going through the picks one by one with some commentary, with a lot of commentary. It runs long. But uh, I was going to split it into two pods, but the back half of this is just like kind of pick, 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 because we got good teams, um, not a lot of commentary, um, and we're just rattling through Doug's picks. I'm going to try and figure out a way that we can all do picks together as a uh, as a as a team, as a uh, uh, as a squad. And uh, you guys can grade a, you guys can compete with Doug on his mock draft, and I'll fucking do one or whatever. So um, if they still do that, I don't know. They used to do it where you guess the pick. So I'm gonna try and figure something out for that, and and we'll go from there. So, um, anyways, hope you guys enjoy all the draft content. Next time you hear from us, it'll be Monday. We're gonna do a regular pod, uh, record Monday night, post Tuesday, and then figure out what we're going to do Thursday, whether we get the boys together after the draft or if Doug and I go live from his place or something. But uh, we're eight days. By the time you hear this, we're seven days away from the draft. Thrilling, thrilling times. Only seven more days of sweating who the Niners are going to pick with the third pick. Deep breaths, deep breaths, deep breaths. After the goat, Doug not Joe and Trevor with the mock draft. That exhale you might've just heard was Trevor. And that means we're back pod special mock draft day. It's what are we eight days before the draft? By the time you guys read it, it's going to be, by the time this posts, it's going to be one week to the draft and the draft is where Doug Cleveland, Ohio. Never heard Sunshine of Sunshine State. Never heard Gorgeous. of it. Apparently, it's fake. Dude, this getting dumped. They're getting dumped on right now. Snow. <laughs> Everybody in my family's fist. <laughs> and and the draft is outside on Lake Erie, no? Yeah, but dude, like, like in three days, it's supposed to be 75 and sunny. Like, the Ohio weather is weird as hell. So, you're in San Diego for a reason? Yes. <laughs> Complete opposite of Canton, Northeast Ohio. So, um, did they pick Cleveland just because they're like, you know who's always 
hyped to have a top five pick, fucking Cleveland. They're uh, going to the come out in football droves. Is why they picked it. It's the birthplace not, not, of football. Not That's because they were just betting on, betting on the odds that the Browns would have a high pick and they'd be able to turn out 100,000 people to see. Have you seen Lake Erie? It's gorgeous. <laughs> have you seen the, the sunset that on Lake Erie? Yes, no, it's I caught actually, on fire. I actually that have. a long time ago. I actually have. My uncle has a boat on it, and I went like 10 years ago, me and Strauss. Oh, nice. Yeah, I've actually, I think I've only been on Erie once. But yeah, I think it did catch on fire in the 70s because there's so much crap floating in it. I was going to say, it's like, <laughs> was it the sunset or was it the time it caught on fire? What, which, which time are we looking at here? Hey, I promise you, if you guys ever went to Cleveland, you would have a good time. I can tell you that. I bet we would. Yeah. Yeah. I've been there. I've been to Dayton. I've been to Columbus. Yeah, that's like Doug's that's where the hill Indians folk live. There. Yeah, the <laughs> southern Ohio is basically West Virginia. Kentucky. It definitely is. because And Kentucky. Through, yeah. Yeah. yeah, a bunch of mush-mouth people walking around down there. Mush-mouth-mouth. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. <laughs> well, that's where you know, my mom's side is from Dayton, so I've been. Yeah, I have, I, have, I have family from Cincinnati, too. I'm just, I'm just kidding. Um, but with that said, yeah. He's not, guys. Family, Doug's family from Cincinnati. He's not. He says this stuff even when he's not being recorded. Yeah, he's thoroughly embarrassed by the state of Ohio. Thoroughly, yeah. I'm surprised he even claimed you on on what is essentially national radio. Yeah, international. Yeah, yeah. We're international. God, the whole, can't believe you just told the yeah. whole world that. Number 48 in Sweden. Well, that's what the people want. <laughs> we gave it to them. Ohio deniers. <laughs> Speaking of uh, what the people want, I got a mock draft here for you guys. You guys ready? Boom. Yeah, I just, you know, listen, I think this this last little segment, I just posted this to my IG page. I just want to go off on a little tangent. I appreciate the hell out of you boys. And, uh, you know, Bomani Jones, who I follow on the Twitter machine, um, because of the pandemic, had to, you know, wasn't able to book guests for his podcast. He did not call me. That's fine. Um, but he said he, he, the, 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 the pandemic forced him to have more of his buddies on the podcast and the podcast got better for it and the fans appreciated it more and i just posted to my story is like this is why i don't give a fuck if we have any professional football players on here like you know i, I just want to talk shit about fucking cleveland and uh much yeah. people from lower lower ohio so and you can't just <laughs> you can't you can't do that with i don't know when you're professional, yeah, I know that's why this is. Well, you, you you can't do it when you know. It's like how do you, how do you find it? It's like you you you're on the phone with like Tony Romo, and all of a sudden you find out that like his entire wife's family is from Cincinnati, and you just called them all hill folk, and you know, <laughs> yeah, just ruin an entire relationship right there. And you're only three minutes into a podcast, so. I mean, we, I mean, I think we could we could ruin that relationship way before we offend the in-laws' family. Listen, yeah, I mean, oh, like, Ohio, like, is my little brother. Like, I can make fun of it, but you guys can't. That's good. That's, well, that's, um, you know, it's, it's what did I, oh, I'm not even going to get into that story. I don't even want to put it out there. <laughs> not even going to put it out there. Um, all right. So, yes, Doug, Doug's draft corner um we got the mock draft going so doug's gonna rattle off 
32 names i will have recognized seven of them um, no more like like 17 18 all of okay okay I'll you'll recognize- know a few of these you'll know a few of these yeah i would have known more had the niners not traded up to the third pick i'll tell you that right now yeah yep well as long as you know the key names like mccorkle um i think you're gonna be i don't even know anybody else's name other than mccorkle nope it's your boy (laughs) there's 30 there's gonna be one mccorkle selected and 31 not mccorkle selected yeah, I'm taking and the field just, on that. That's the way they should just announce it with the first pick in the draft. The Jaguar select, not McCorkle. That's all you need <laughs> yep. to know. With the second pick in the draft, the Jets select, not McCorkle. Not McCorkle. With the and third pick in the draft, pick. the 49ers better not better we select not McCorkle. McCorkle. I think I think he's going to the Jets. No, it's the Jets thing to do. It is, but no. Okay, let's heard, heard let's, it here first. Yeah. Okay. Jaguars, they're on the clock. Wait, hold on a second. Hold on a second. One more time. Oh, I, yeah. Sorry, there, there was a rumor. My bad. Wasn't there a rumor that the who was it? The Patriots were, were going were gonna to trade the Packers to the Packers for Jordan Love? For Jordan Love, I did see that. See, apparently, somebody took a photo of somebody's desk and there was a sheet of paper that said there's stuff there, you know? Huh. What's the guy worth? What is it? I mean, you have nobody has any idea what that guy's worth. Well, if jo- Jordan Love, if Bill likes him, the, I mean, the last time he played a full season of football, he led the NCAA in interceptions. So, I mean, we know what the Packers thought he was worth. Whatever it takes to help Aaron Rodgers. Rodgers. Yeah, I don't know. That'd be somebody, a weird trade. Somebody asked me. If watching Rodgers reminded me of watching Steve Young kind of go about his career, and I'm like, no, they got him more help. And then I pulled up the draft picks at the night that like the mid '90s to late '90s draft picks of the Niners, and I Another broke day. out in I broke out in fucking hives. Like it was <laughs> other than To, just years and years of just absolute shite. And like they had a really great draft in '94, they won the Super Bowl, and then it was To and fucking nobody else until 2005. Like between To and Frank Gore, it is a desolate wasteland of oh. just garbage. Interesting. Yikes. What's that like? <laughs> oh, God, I can't fucking. You just can't ever let me have misery, football misery, can you, Doug? You just can't. You. Hey, you always just got to come company. in here with your big, miserable Cleveland Browns dick and swing it around like, <laughs> hey, look at this. I've got the biggest misery dick in the world. Out misery dick you. You out misery yeah. dick me. Guys, I think we found that title of the podcast this week. Misery dick. <laughs> Episode one. Old misery dick. Misery swing. dick. Oh, that is, the, that is a, that's a good name for a boat. The, the misery put, dick pendulum. That, that you that you put on Lake Erie, misery dick. <laughs> Here's the four hundred thousand downloads. <laughs> if you're if you're a Cleveland Browns fan named Richard, and you don't have a boat named Misery Dick, I don't know what you're doing. 
It would it would look great on Lake Erie for sure. Well, you're welcome if you take it. <laughs> I want I want one ride. I'll pay the gas. That's yeah, that'll be our, that should be our first piece of merch is the back of a boat with the Craven Brown helmet says, says Misery Dick. <laughs> Dude, Greg, Greg got tickets to the draft, but you have to be vaccinated to go. To see anti-vax. And so I just, I don't know if he had I don't think he's got it done yet. Yeah. So but he's, yeah. But he's going there goes your uh yeah, there goes your uh your principles right there. If you can go to the right. draft outside on Lake Erie. <laughs> It could snow, it could rain, it could be 80 degrees. We don't know. You don't know until you show up. It's part of the fun. Yeah, Yeah. Cleveland. Cleveland. All right. right. So, um, what do you do? We we start with the, do we want to count up to the, just to keep it suspenseful, do we want to start at 32 and count up to the first pick just because nobody knows who the first pick's going to be? Or do we want to start with one and just get out of the way? Yeah, let's just, we'll start at one. Okay. You don't want to play a what if game? Like, I mean, like, if you guys got the time. <laughs> <laughs> what's Sorry. what's your what if game, Trevor? Uh, what if the Jaguars don't pick Trevor Lawrence? Okay, so if they don't pick Trevor Lawrence, who do they pick? So yeah, they're picking that. Trevor Lawrence. Like they've already <laughs> sent him the playbook. So maybe yeah. maybe we'll do a what if on the Jets. What if the Jets don't pick Zach Wilson? What if the Jets pick McCorkle Fields. or McCorkle. Okay. So here's, here's my one concern with Trevor Lawrence and just allow me, just stay with me here. If you need to get out a pen and paper, well, we talked math, about it, right? There's math involved our, here. Okay. No, no, no. There's math involved here. Mm. So in 2017, da, is it Dabo or Dabo? Dabo. Dabo. Okay. Dabo. Dabo. Dabo I sound like, I sound like a 12 Debo. month old child. It's definitely not Dabo. So it could be Dabo or Dabo. Dabo sounds like Debo. a Dabo sounds like a slur. Let's be real. Correct. Here. It's not Debo. <laughs> I don't know who it I'm is. slurring, but it just sounds like a slur. Anyways. Right. <laughs> Dabo. Dabo compared to Sean Watson to Michael Jordan. That was in oh. 2017. Ooh. Okay. Michael Jordan made 581 career three-pointers. Okay. Okay. Deshaun Watson is accused of assaulting one girl, basically, for every 25 career three-pointers of Michael Jordan. Nice. Here's the problem. Just recently, Dabo. Dabo? Dabo. 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 Dabo? Compared Lawrence to Steph Curry. Okay. Steph Curry Definitely. has made 2,745 career three-pointers. So if Trevor Lawrence is going to follow in Deshaun's footsteps. He has to assault how many? Somewhere women? in the neighborhood of 125 to 135 massage therapists. Oof. That's a lot of work. Yeah. I think I think you might have to go to like – what is it like the, the ladies that do the pedicures? Maybe he's more one of those kind of guys. Like, a <laughs> yeah, maybe, yeah, maybe that's it. Oh, God. He's gonna start if, throwing if Trevor some Lawrence gets taken broads. down. Trevor Lawrence gets taken down for assaulting 125 nail salon employees. Jesus Christ. A bunch of old Korean ladies. 
Well, what what if they're and maybe their hairstylist because he does have that those locks. Yeah, not locks, but that you know. But anyways, just something something sure. to watch out for. Seems to be you know two would make a pattern with Clemson quarterbacks, and we don't yeah. want that. Obviously, we want everybody to stay safe. But uh, sure. you know, just if Trevor Lawrence comes in to get his hair hair washed and he's only wearing a towel, maybe red flag. Maybe red a red flag. flag. Yeah. Yeah. Keep your eye out. Everybody. Unless, like we said on the last podcast, he's actually hiding there to save them, which would be right. Yes, he's. Yeah, and by the way, can you know? Congratulations to Trevor Lawrence and his uh his new wife. He just got married last <laughs> week. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> do we just do we just like splice that segment of the podcast out as an nft and like gift it to him and just be like this might be worth something someday yeah hey, amen it's an investment um but yeah trevor lawrence of the jaguars number one um number two the jets i uh like everybody else is predicting zach wilson byu quarterback um they might they could get Fields though. I don't know. I think Fields has done well in this offseason, other than today coming out that he has he's epileptic. Do you guys see that? No. No. Yeah. No. So they said he he uh, he it shouldn't be an issue and he should outgrow it. But but hey, 49ers, number three. You you can get your epileptic quarterback, Justin Fields, because he's not McCorkle. But he you know, he could just fall asleep on you. Well, that's not epilepsy. That's narcolepsy. Seize the day is what I say. Oh, seizures. Seizures. Yeah. yeah. I was thinking of the other one. The other Car- one would be way better. Carpe like diem. Just- that's <laughs> narcolepsy would be way better at like quarterback. Sure. Yes. Like way more. Third yeah, and ten. Way- he just falls asleep. Way way more entertaining. He just like rests his head on the center's back and just takes a little nap. <laughs> not the butt fumble. But the butt, so oh. the butt, yeah. So, oh, are you fucking kidding me? He's got epilepsy. Uh, yep. Uh, Chef, your- they're saying it shouldn't be a big issue though. So, so yeah, so yeah, I've I've gone from McCorkle to Justin Fields for the 49ers at number three. All right, a little sunshine for you there. Apparently, Trey Lance is is uh, there's noise around Trey Lance and the Niners. Just throwing that out there. As there should be. As there should be. So, yeah, the first three picks, quarterbacks, um, as everyone expects. And then pick number four is the Falcons. Um, If you're not getting a quarterback, if you're not trading out of that spot, then you should get the best player available, which I think is Kyle Pitts, tight end from Florida. Okay, so Um, I saw a graphic, whatever, and – Somebody said, okay, you've got Calvin Ridley, Matt Ryan, Julio Jones, um, and now Kyle Pitts. Who's stopping that? And I think the answer is anybody with a pass rush. Yes? Sure. It's, uh, it's Yes, there we go. There, ding, ding, ding. Because you didn't draft the lineman. You never do. Uh, but Pitts, you know, Pitts is a great, Pitts is a great pick for there, especially for that, uh, that offense and, and replacing, you know, it's been a while, but Tony Gonzalez, that, that other threat. And some yeah. big old talented boys. Yeah, on that he team. is. He is. I mean, he's a, he's a wide receiver. He's just a big wide receiver that can line up inside too. So, so I like think, Jim, yeah. Jimmy I, Jimmy Gramish. 
like young Jimmy Graham, unstoppable Jimmy Graham, not kind of old. Yeah, oh like, my God, that guy's a ginger. Like yeah. he's like, honestly, he, I mean, like I see Calvin Johnson when I see him making catches. That's, what I, was, people. that's what I was right about to say. Yeah. He's more Megatron. Yeah. But he, I mean, he is a good inline blocker. He can block. So that's why uh, that's the tight end part of his game. So yeah, he, he would be a good pick for the Falcons if they stay there. Obviously three quarterbacks go first. The what if is, you know, who's going to trade up to four to get Trey Lance, who I think would be the fourth quarterback selected. So, yeah, so Falcons get tight end, Florida, Kyle Pitts. And then number five is the Bungles. Um, who, Bengals who are picking have, a quarterback? Yeah, who, who the, do you have here? Because we've talked, we talked about this one. It's still the debate. It's the, it's the lineman of the weapon. And then you have yeah. uh, his, 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 his favorite target. Yeah, I actually – I've gone back and forth. As of right now, I got the Bengals taking Panay Sewell, the offensive tackle from Oregon, over Jamar Chase, uh, Burroughs' buddy from LSU. Um, so this, what, I mean, this draft is deep in offensive linemen and wide receivers. So, I mean, they could – I mean, if they want they're gonna Chase, go Chase, take them. They're going to go so Chase. What, so, what how do, do, you, how do you do that? How do you pass they, that up? I mean, did you see that knee scar that he's got in those new uniform pictures? Yes, but like you said, giant... it's deep. They could just do chase and then O lineman. But they've yeah. got. I mean, they they brought in a guy who was average for right tackle. Like they've already come out and said, like Jonah something or other and uh, Rife are the are the tackles. Jonah so, Williams. Jonah Williams and and he's young, right? He was only drafted in like the last two couple or three years, years ago. Reef is not young though. Reef is not young, but if you draft Sewell. After signing Reef or Rife or whatever the fuck his name is, do you does Sewell slide into guard or does Reef slide or Jonas slide in? Like, where does what do you do there? I think so. Yeah, I think the young guys would be your bookends and Reef would kick in inside, but I don't know. It's like I said, it's like I would not be surprised. It's not, they, it would not be out of this world for them to take Jamar Chase. I think that I think they're like ninety nine point nine percent going to take Schwartz's. Yeah, I mean, I've heard that's who Burrow wants, but again, talk to the knee. That thing is destroyed, and he's saying he's playing week one. So we'll see. That's an that would be that's an epic comeback from that injury, given like everything that happened to that because like yeah. that wasn't just like a simple ACL tear. That was yeah. Well, he's, he's, he's just sitting his ass down months. for a while. I don't want to see your RG3 bullshit happen with this guy. Yeah. So, so yeah. So, so for this mock draft, I'm going with the tackle. Um, I might change it, you know, day of the draft. <laughs> no, but no, if, you're uh, locked Chase, in, man. We're, we're on international, international radio right now. This is, these are your picks, bro. Okay. All right. Lock these, it in. These, them picks. So, well. Um, number six, the Dolphins. Um, this is, I've heard there could be trading down again. Um, I can't wait for them but, to get more for this pick than the fucking Eagles got. Yeah. I can't wait. <laughs> they are. <laughs> but if they stay there, if they don't trade, I have them getting Jamar Chase, wide receiver, LSU. Um, guy's a savage. He has so much potential. What's Jamar Chase like? Because what's I mean, what's Jamar Chase really thinking there? It's like he's like, damn, he's like, 
the Bengals just passed on me. I could have gone with Burrow, and now I get Tua. Like, is he really that stoked about that move? He's definitely still going <laughs> to play in Miami. <coughs> yeah, think, I mean, I think, I think my, yeah, Miami's a team on the up and up. He stays in the South. Right? He stays in the, yep. yeah, stays I mean, in the Southeast, which those guys like to do that. Miami's a great town to play in. They have some money, yeah. they have some picks. It's going to be a young team. Like, there, there's some potential in Miami for sure. I, listen, I, yeah. I'm high on the Dolphins. Right. I'm not like, We'll see about Tua. Like, I like the coach. Yeah. I like the defense. I, I, I this is just a quarterback thing. Like, I really like Burrow. And I'm mostly in the camp of 2020 was such a random season anyways. On top of that, he was coming off the hip injury. But, like, if things start off sketchy, then what? Like, they – because they've got – they were the team that signed Brissett, right? So, it's like – it's one thing to get benched for Ryan Fitzpatrick and all the Fitz magic that comes with it. It's another thing to get benched for Jacoby Brissett because you can't throw the ball downfield when you're down by more than seven points. Just yeah, throwing he, that out like, yeah. Like back to our, when we were doing the game show thing too, uh, he reminded me of like the little guys and the knee pads on American gladiators going up against the gladiators. Right. He just, he just looks small. He just looks so small out there, but he is left-handed. So who knows? Well, it'll, it'll spring my, my boy, Devontae Parker loose. I'll tell you that. That they is your chase. boy. They get chase. He's, he's like six years deep on my fantasy team. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, I don't think, I mean, like I said, I would not be surprised Chase goes to the Bengals to pick before that. Um, but here we are. Um, pick number seven. I have the Lions trading back two spots to the Broncos and the Broncos getting Trey Lance at number seven. So I did I did include a trade in this uh, mock draft. Um, so at number seven, I have the Broncos getting Trey Lance, quarterback from North Dakota State. Um, God, that fucking pisses me off right there. I just, it does. I just... <sighs> Now, I on the one hand, on the one hand, here's here's how it could go. Drew Locke somehow beats out Trey Lance for the starting job, which is a huge red flag should because Drew Locke shouldn't beat any anybody out for yeah, a Yeah, but Trey Lance, Trey Lance is, is supposed to sit on a bench and develop. That's what, okay. Yeah. Right. <clears throat> but Only 17 still. career starts. Uh, he's got to clean up some footwork and accuracy stuff. So, I mean, him sitting for a year behind Drew Locke, them having another high pick for one more year might not be the worst thing for that franchise. Yeah. So my, my general concern though, is that like Josh Allen's accuracy issues solving themselves in the NFL is like a once in a fucking blue moon thing, like not even a blue moon. It's like, it's just not been done before. Um, and he's kind of like a unicorn. So they're like this, this, this is my concern with Trey Lance that the, because the Niners would take him is that like, okay, you can't fix everybody's accuracy issues. Like it doesn't happen that often. You're, you're, if you're a 60% passer in college, you're probably going to be a 60% passer in the NFL. If you can't break 60 in college. Right. But he's got, he's got that developmental year, at least if he goes to the Niners because of right. But it's, it's like, you've got to, you, it's not just 
you know, with some guys you sit them and you're like, okay, you need to learn the offense, right? That's, that's the, that's the Justin feel. That's, that's what's going to happen with the, the, the night, whoever the Niners pick. It's like, okay, they need to learn the offense. They've got Jimmy. It's a luxury pick for now. And he's going to learn the offense, but if you got to learn the offense and you've got to learn to be accurate, you don't get many reps as a backup. So it's a, it's a weird, anyways, that's just, and, and, when just we're, and, when we, and when we criticize Trey Lance's accuracy, this is a guy that did not throw an interception for a whole season in 2019. Right. So, um, but I mean, I uh, like Josh Allen did it. Uh, the Browns' new QB coach really fixed Baker Mayfield's feet, which I guess was a big issue. So it can be done. Um, yeah, but yeah. So yeah, so I mean, yeah, so J- Josh, Josh Allen. I think J- Josh Allen is just, you know, I, I just don't think teams should expect improvements like Josh Allen made. Is kind of where yeah. I'm going here. I, I and, and credit to Josh Allen for making those adjustments. <coughs> like, that's a huge fucking accomplishment. So. Yeah. Well, he's also got a cannon for an arm that can make up for some stuff too. So right. rocket laser arm. Laser. Um, another interesting spot in the draft is number eight here with the Panthers. Um, so now that they're here, they have Darnold. I hate that fucking name. They have Sam Darnold. So they probably won't draft McCorkle. So what do they need? I, I have them getting the next best offensive lineman, Sean Slater, offensive tackle Northwestern. Uh, they need some offensive line help. This is a guy that should be able to play tackle for him. Um, but if there's any issues, this guy can kick in and be a guard or center and be really good. But he's also a, a, a COVID guy that sat out last year. So Panthers, sexy pick, offensive lineman. Just what you Nothing want to there. hear if you're just if you're buying Madden. Right. Well, they got Darnold now, so protect. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's, Panthers fans are like, can't wait for Madden this year. We get Sam Darnold. Run those screen passes. Um Lions trading back from seven to nine. I have the I think if they made that trade, it would be they would look really smart because they would still get the guy they want, Jalen Waddle, wide receiver Alabama. Um, this guy is probably the biggest home run threat in the draft, uh, Tyreek Hill-esque, and uh, how he can get behind defenses. But he did break his ankle. But he came back playing the in the playoff game in the I've championship kind of, game. I've, I've kind of been mesmerized by the the, the Waddle videos. Like, yeah, he, yeah, he, he, he fast. He is really fast. Yeah. So that's why I have him in front of Devontae Smith, just because I think he's probably the most explosive wide receiver in this draft in that sense. Home run like a like a Ty Tyreek Hill, old school Deshaun Jackson. So yeah. Okay, so uh, so the next the next pick is the Cowboys. What if Jalen Waddle is there for the Cowboys? Um there's no way they would draft him, right? You think I they would draft think there's him any way they draft C D Lamb last year. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, they got CD Lamb and what's his name? Cooper. And Gallup. Uh, like, they don't need him. I don't think they yeah. needed CD Lamb either. So I'm just saying, like, Jerry likes his wide receivers, but we're in cornerback territory, right? Is that. Yeah. They have, uh, they definitely have holes on defense. They have needs on defense. Um, and there is a cornerback with NFL lineage uh, that I think Jerry Jones would jump on, Patrick Sertan, the second. 
not junior cornerback from Alabama. Sounds so badass that way. <laughs> there's actually another cornerback that's the second. Or no, I think there's two more. I noticed when I was putting these in today. So, or no, just one more. So somebody um, did bring up somebody. Somebody did bring up one of our 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 glorious, wonderful listeners did bring up that the second will happen if it skips the generation. So it's like if you're being named after your grandfather, uh, you would be the second and you wouldn't be junior. Uh, huh. Okay. But considering so that's cool. I like that. But, but considering that Patrick Sertain, the, the second's <laughs> father is right. Patrick Sertain. Right. I'm thinking it that doesn't, doesn't apply. apply. And 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 you know what? It makes him more of an no. asshole. No, he's a hero. Yes. This is bravery. This is bravery. It's bravery. Yeah, it's bravery. Sure. He's bucking yes. bucking the trend. The second. It's he sounds like a pope or a fucking king. Junior. Regal. Junior. Um, but yeah, I mean, the Cowboys, they could go offensive line, defensive line, but I think they gotta go with the talent. So Patrick Sertain, the second. Still. Still. Um, the 11th pick is the G-Men. So I have them getting Devontae Smith, wide receiver from Alabama. Still. Trevor, you've you've definitely said they have holes on offensive line. Maybe some help pass rush, but. I just there's no pass rusher in this first. I mean, there's there's going to be some taken because it's a need position for a lot of teams, but there's just none that I love. No, and and nobody better than Devonte Smith, right? Like no better player or talent than him. So I'm right. gonna stand and by. I'm like, gonna stand by that too. They go they go there, or you know, if one of the other big receivers is still there, whether it's you know yeah. if, if Smith goes before Waddle or you know so on and so forth, they're gonna go that way, and then they're gonna hopefully hopefully get some lime and and some and some more defense so my my other giants buddy also a notre dame fan uh uh, my buddy steve fuck this guy can only have one of these (laughs) what's fine um uh he's he's does not like the Devontae smith mock drafts uh, he's yeah. Devonte Smith weighed in apparently at 166 pounds. Yeah, he is small. <clears throat> Not even the 170, 166. He's like Hollywood, he's, but yeah. he's six. He's six one, 170 is what I saw. I like the um, the bleacher report. So which means he's five, yeah, which means he's, he's five ten, one fifty. Yeah. <laughs> um. Let me. I I swear it just said 166 on here. I will. I will find this. But um. That would put him eight pounds less than I am. Now, granted, he's probably in better shape. Um, probably. Uh, and, you know, obviously a lot faster. But um, that's not very big. Yeah, six foot, 166. It's on BR Gridiron. Look, uh, I mean, if you want to learn something about Devontae Smith, look up his highlights of him playing special teams. He's a tough motherfucker. I mean, pound for pound, this guy – like I like I, I've compared him to Chad Johnson and Marvin Harrison. He's that type of guy, that size. Um, so if he stays healthy, and like he got injured in the championship game, but it was his finger. You know, it wasn't like he took a big hit. Right. So well, here, let's let's I mean, stay on also, this. There, so listen to this. There's a guy, Tutu Atwell from Louisville. He weighed 149. Tutu? 
two at well he weighed in at 149 pounds at his pro day in this, this year's draft tra- in this year's draft from Louis Louisville he's gonna get drafted in the second or third round he's fast as shit he's five <laughs> he's five six one fifty <laughs> so Jesus. so Devontae Smith is a giant compared to this guy sure um but yeah no I uh but his uh durability is definitely an issue you know question mark but the guys showed up he's i mean he's played in all their games he's tough he's played on special teams he's the gunner he's down there cracking people on uh, kickoff coverage so so yeah so we'll see you never know uh what what did your boy have to say in addition to any of that just uh mostly that he can't imagine them not picking somebody for the defense yeah. yeah, they could definitely go with the next guy, the Eagles. I have the Eagles Eagles pick next at 12. I have them going with the defensive guy because they traded out of getting an offensive weapon. Um, Eagles at 12, I have them getting Micah Parsons, the linebacker from Penn State, who is just a big, fast tackling machine. Um, also sat out this last year, so there's some questions about that, but – but yeah, I could see the Giants going with him. Um, but like I said, there's no like, there's no pass rusher that I would take at eleven if I was the Giants. Um, maybe so that linebacker. So I, I, my silence there was me using my stat machine here. So I plugged in wide receivers, one sixty six or less in weight, six foot or taller. There's only been four in NFL history. You've never heard of any of them. Stacy Bailey, Jeff Query, Alexander Hollins, and Ryan Lankford. Um, and okay. Alexander Alexander Hollins only caught two passes. So only two guys, only two, really only two NFL players, and they both came in since in the 80s, have ever been six foot and under. Uh, under 167 pounds and they've combined for about 5,000 yards in their career how many Heisman's combined for those four um I think we've established that the Heisman isn't that important in the NFL I mean do we want do we need to go through all those I mean you know the Heisman winners that haven't panned out better than I do but there's plenty that haven't panned out so yeah I listen I think the guy's electric and I think he's crazy and 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 but like he would literally be basically one of a kind him having success would literally be like the first time this has ever happened so that's all i'm saying in a copycat league this is a move this is an unprecedented move and and for a team that is that's got kenny galladay that's got that just added kyle rudolph that's got What's uh Shepard? Right? They've got Shepard weapons. Sa- Saquon Slate, Barkley, Darius Slayton. Yeah, Darius Slayton. I'm not even. I'm not even bringing up the the jack of all trades, Evan Ingram. Um, you know, the Swiss up. Army knife. <laughs> the chess piece. Yeah, the, I don't the, know. The, the the queen, the queen on the board, Evan Ingram. T.J. Hushmanzada was on some podcast or radio show talking about Hushmanzada being in the 170s and. 
being one of the best route runners. It might have been Callan Calturd, actually, now that I think about it. Um, so, yeah. We're never so, speaking yeah. his name on this podcast again. The turd. An asshole. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, yeah, we'll see. I mean, it's, it's, he's definitely one of the more intriguing uh, guys in this draft, Devontae Smith, at, at, at that size. So, but yeah, Eagles, that pick 12, I have them getting Mike Parsons linebacker. I mean, Eagles, they need wide receivers as well, but maybe they'll get Devontae Smith. Who knows? Um, Chargers at 13, moving along. Um, I think offensive line is a need for them. Christian Darasau, offensive tackle, Virginia Tech. Um, this is a guy, he's gotten better every year in college. He's done nothing but got you know, gotten better. And he's a true offensive tackle where Rashawn Slater might not have the arm length that a lot of the teams like. So this guy, this guy's going to be a good, a good pick, I think for the chargers. So, so two things we like, I, I, I'm going to go back to Eagles thing. I'm very interested to see if the dolphins trade down out of six and get more than the Eagles did for trading down out of six. That's the first thing. The second thing is if the Eagles trade back into the top 10, I don't know what the fuck they're doing. Just throwing that out there. So. That would be that would be pretty wild. It would be interesting too because that new uh, what, what's their coach's name? Rock paper scissors guy, Saren something. That's Siriano. That's all. That's all he is now. Just rock Siri, paper scissors guy. So, yeah, so, so rock paper scissors guy. That's it. Just Eagles yeah, fans, it, if any if any of you are listening. Uh, Mike Nolan, when he was head coach of the 49ers, had Aaron Rodgers and Alex Smith stand on one foot to ask them to stand on one foot to see, you know, if they'd comply and if they were competitive <laughs> and shit like that. And, uh, well, Mike Nolan went with the guy that stood on one foot, and that was Alex Smith. So just throwing that out there for the Eagles fans listening, you know, stupid bullshit like this is not necessarily a good thing. Yeah, but but basically he, he was saying the quarterback situation is an open competition. So he is not committed to Jalen Hurts. So maybe they do trade back up somehow and get, you know, McCorkle or Trey Lance if they fall a little farther, which I do have McCorkle falling a couple more picks away here. So and they're, yeah. they're, and they're still talking. I think they made an announcement today that there's no that Jalen Hurts is not their starter. Yeah. Yeah. You know what that means? Joe Flacco might catch me in followers. Just saying. Oh, shit. Because every time he's in the fucking news, he picks up. When he signed with the Eagles, he picked up like 10,000 followers. Did he? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I guess your new new fan base, you know? Yeah. They're going to follow him. I I unfollow and follow uh, Browns players. Like, if they leave the team, I'm I'm not following them anymore. Fuck them. Yeah, I don't don't care anymore once they leave. I still got him by five right. k. I got I got five k on on uh, on on old Joseph. So, you know, if he's starting, I'm fucked though. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we gotta gotta start cranking out even more memes. Um, any do you guys have any any comments on the Chargers pick Christian Darrisau? I mean, g- g- protect protect Justin yeah. Herbert with everything please. you fucking possibly can. Please, yeah, please yeah. for yeah. for the love of God. For the love of Justin Haber. Um, okay, so 14, I have the Vikings. Um, this is another trade spot. Um, the pick right in front of the Patriots. 
do the Bears or the Washington football team want to go up in front of the Patriots and get McCorkle? Oh, God, the Bears um, up for a fucking oh, – do it, Bears. Do I it. don't have them do it. Uh, I don't have that happening. I have the Vikings getting the first edge guy, Quiddy Pay. Great name. Defensive end, Michigan. Perfect name. Quiddy Pay. Um, not crazy productive, but this guy does – he is a high-motor guy. Um which, you know, when in doubt, goes the guy that plays hard, right? So, Quiddy Pay, Vikings, going to wear purple. Um, and then... I feel like that just, that just works. Yeah. And then now the Patriots at 15, they didn't have to trade up to get their McCorkle. He fell to him in this scenario. Mac Jones, quarterback, Alabama, super accurate. I don't know. I like part of me thinks Mac Jones is going to be really good, especially if he, the farther he falls, if he gets into a good situation. Um, yeah. I think, I think you're, I think you're spot on with that. I think if he does fall and, and he goes to a team who can develop him better, I think, I think that applies to every single quarterback though. I, I really do. Yeah. Right. Well, if, they mean, can, dude, he, if they can sit he, a year and learn, they have, they have so much more potential. I feel like. Especially, you know, from Bill Belichick, that wouldn't be such a terrible thing for him. Yeah, that should do. Um, but yeah, I mean, and, dude, he's, and he's Mac, an accurate quarterback, he gets it out quick. Like I think he's like he's in he processes plays pretty quick, which is what quarterback. I mean, accuracy is more important than arm strength in the NFL, right? So, Patriots, Mac Jones. I still think they're going to wait for the boy, but that's okay. And if and if Tom Brady left uh, one of his uh, MAGA hats laying around, McCorkle can you know dust it off and it's already warm for him. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh man. Um. So yeah, quarterback Mac Jones. Next pick, Cardinals at sixteen. This is your um, guy here. Yeah, I have uh, them picking the guy I want the Browns to trade up for. J.C. Horn, cornerback, South Carolina. Um, I mean, uh, his tape is great, but really it's like all the all the like NFL cornerbacks are saying, like, this is the guy. Like, Richard yeah. Sherman has endorsed this guy. Um, Jalen Ramsey. All these guys are saying – He's going to be the dog. He's going to be the best corner in this draft. So, part of me has has uh, those guys got me pretty psyched on them. And then also, the Browns have interviewed him three times already, which is kind of weird for a guy that might not be there when they're picking. So that's what's got me thinking they could trade up. And he said he would love to play in Cleveland. So, boom! What's not to like? J.C. Horn, son of what's his name? Joseph jo- Horn. Yeah, jo- 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 Joseph. Joseph A. Horn. Jo- just Joseph A. Horn, yeah. J C Horn. J A Y C E E. <laughs> not the letters. <laughs> At least he spelled it like J D the producer. And not J D the like you know, it's like it's it's not just the letters. I'm I'm glad that it's not just letters. I'd I'd prefer that it's J like spelled like J D like J Dilla. Like I'd prefer that it's spelled like that. That's yeah. just that's just me. Well yeah, he is one of the He's probably one of the defensive guys I'm highest on. A lot of them are cornerbacks just because defensive line is a little weaker this year. Um, but, yeah, next pick is the Raiders at 17. Um, this was hard for me to do, but I got them getting my guy from Notre Dame, 
linebacker Jeremiah Owusu-Koromoa. Um, versatile defender for the Raiders. Again, they need a pass rusher. We've talked about it recently, but I don't know if there's anybody that I love right now um, as a pass rusher at this point in the draft. So I have them getting the most one of the most versatile defenders in the draft. And there's what no and, and O line here would be a spot for them, but there's just nobody at this point, right? I mean, you've got you've got an O lineman going two picks later, but that no, like yeah, the I mean there's there some good they could go, yeah, O line. Um, like the next pick, I have the Dolphins at 18. This is their second pick in the first round. I have them getting an offensive lineman at a USC Elijah Vera Tucker. Oh, I, th- I thought this that was Aaliyah. Aaliyah. <laughs> he's played uh he's played tackle for them but he's also a guy that you know might project to the inside in the nfl um but yeah i could see the rate i think the raiders they signed us i know they got rid of their center but they signed somebody so they've like, rem- they've like tried to remake that offensive line so i just worry i just wonder if gruden is is um i mean Derek Carr's fine if you can keep him upright you know but yeah well yeah We'll yeah, see. there's – I mean, like I've been saying, offensive line is a deep position in this draft, so that would not be a surprise either. Um, so, yes, the Raiders getting linebacker from Notre Dame. Next pick, Dolphins getting the versatile offensive lineman that can play tackle or guard, Elijah Bear Tucker. Dolphins could go running back if they really like the, uh, the guy from Clemson or the guy from Alabama, uh, Travis Etienne from Clemson, Najee Harris from – Alabama. I don't have either of those guys going in the first round, but it could happen. Um, so yeah. And then 19, we're at the See, here we are firmly football. into guys I've never even heard of. Once we got yeah. past I mean, I get uh, there's a couple coming up here that you know. Your Notre Dame guy started a run of guys that I'd never heard of, and your Bears pick I've heard of. But that I mean, listen, I Offensive linemen aren't aren't ever going to be anybody I know of in the in the NCAA. But anyway, keep going. Yeah, Washington at nineteen, and I have them getting offensive tackle Tevin Jenkins out of Oklahoma State. Um, steady, steady roadblocker, big tough guy can play left tackle or right tackle. Um, if they don't get their quarterback, they better protect old man fist magic or Heineke. I I'm I, I'm interested. I would like to see Heineke get that starting job. Let's see yeah. what you can do. Um, but well, I, I knowing how back. knowing how Fitzpatrick's luck is, he'll he'll win them six games and then they'll switch. Yeah. So, offensive tackle. Well, for it's the, usually because uh, Fitzpatrick football. is only good for batches of games. This is not a guy that's yeah. been held. This is this is not a guy that the coaches have screwed over uh, throughout yeah. his career. He is bounced around by being a uh, verse very versatile clipboard holder i would say that but arguably last year he he they put into it too early yeah i'm with i'm with you i just think like at this they, point they should have ro- rode with him there was no he did not not perform that entire no, year right. he had them on top i i, yeah. I feel like they probably would have won more games if they if they kept starting him but yeah I, I really, I would love to see Heineke like be a thing. Like that would be, that would be cool. Dude, he played great that playoff game against the Bucks. That was the most competitive game the Bucks played in the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So, so I'm with you on that. Sure as um, shit wasn't Drew Brees. <laughs> I'll tell you what. Till he um, would. Till he would. Um, but yeah, I mean, Washington, I, you know, quarterback is obviously, a, you know, a long term need. Um, but yeah, O line help. I could see them getting some guys for the middle of that defense as well. They got great pass pressures, but maybe a linebacker if uh, what's his name falls. Parsons or Owusu Koromoa. But yeah, play it safe. Get the lineman, protect your, protect your passer. Um, number 20, I have the Bears. Another QB needy team that didn't trade up in this scenario, getting Caleb Farley, cornerback from Virginia Tech. Um, this guy, I mean, a lot of people are saying this guy's the best cornerback in the draft. Um, but he had to have some back surgery that I think is scaring some teams away. So I He's basically falling from, you know, falling from potentially the first cornerback drafted to somewhere in the 20s, late first round. He could go farther than this, but uh, Bears just lost Fuller, their uh, cornerback, great cornerback that was there since 2017. Um, Cornerbacks have been so the the Niners have, have nine picks and maybe only five or six spots on the roster. So they're going to be bundling picks potentially to move you know move up and go and go get some guys cornerback um at the back end of the first round i think could be something they they're really light on defensive back so i can see them coming back up in the bottom half of the first round to come get a defensive back so just throwing that out there yeah and it is uh, a good draft to do that because this draft is deep in cornerbacks um <laughs> the tur- like the top four or five are pretty good but there's going to be some guys in the second and third round that get drafted that are going to be probably just as good if not better than some of these other guys so but caleb farley six two like four you know supposedly four two speed this guy is a freak so if he's healthy um he's very talented so bears try to make us make a splash pick that uh might try to save someone's job there i don't think so though but we'll see <laughs> I mean, I, if if that's an andy god damn these poor fucking bears fans um, know, right? somebody asked me what my like my my favorite and least favorite fan bases were and the browns and the bears tied for first both fan bases can take a joke i'm starting to sense that browns fans m- might not understand sarcasm though because they just, they just the, don't know it has it has to be like you know ironic to be funny and that much right exactly they've, they've just yeah. been they've been getting misery dicked for so long that they don't understand that you know when when a meme page makes fun of a player it's because he's actually they've got actually got a good team now right um right. the bears have the, had the bears don't have that problem right now they're defending yeah. a fucking andy dalton so <laughs> Anyways. Yeah, so moving along, number 21, Indianapolis Colts. Um, I had them in my previous mock draft getting a tackle, offensive tackle. Um, but uh, that guy, I kind of moved him up to a couple other picks, so he's not there anymore. So I got them getting – this is a big, uh, big question, Mark. Who's the fourth wide receiver in this draft? Um, I have them getting Rashad Bateman, wide receiver from Minnesota. Um, this was a guy that had a huge year in 2019 and then 
played in 2020, got COVID, lost like 20 pounds, didn't put up, have a good season. Um, so it was kind of a rough last year, but the year before he looked phenomenal when Minnesota had that big year. So do you think, guy, do you think COVID guys um, might drop in the draft? Like guys that actually like had confirmed COVID? Uh, I don't, you know, I don't know. They, they uh, could, like this guy lost 20 pounds and had trouble breathing. It's like, um, it was like Jason, Jason Tatum, Tatum on the, the right. That's where I was going. Yeah, he Go has ahead, to Doug. use an inhaler before every game now yeah. since he got COVID. So it's you know Miles Garrett definitely took some time to get back after he had COVID. He was like, you know, I'm watching the Browns games and he's like huffing and puffing and out of breath in the second quarter. I'm like, oh shit. So so yeah, I mean it's definitely affecting certain people in different ways. That's for sure. This guy uh, Rashad Bateman, it, it was uh, it was not good to him. That's that was uh, playing to see, but he's, he was a really good, he was a good receiver the year before. So, so I think he's a, uh, he's first round talent. He's kind of an all around receiver, runs good routes, decent size. So, so I have uh, yeah Colts upgrading their passing game and then uh, hopefully they can get their tackle in the second round. Um, Titans. I was projecting a pass rusher to them for the first couple mocks, but, Greg Newsom the second, another second. Um, this was the other guy I was telling you about. Fucking Greg Newsom the second cornerback from I Northwestern. I love these fucking heroes. Yeah, this guy, um, this guy's he's he's kind of worked his way up into that upper echelon of cornerback in this draft. Um, I would not be mad if the Browns got this guy. Um, but cornerback Greg Newsom to the Titans. I think we talked about it. I don't know if it was the last podcast or one before they've, they've lost some DBs to free agency and old age. So getting one of the top cornerbacks in the draft wouldn't be such a bad thing. And again, so the draft and, and the draft and the team needs kind of link up. Yeah, exactly. And again, like even though there's going to be a lot of pass rusher, pass rushers, edge players drafted in the first two, three rounds, I'm just not high on them maybe not as high on them as some other people. Um, so yeah. So is it, is it, is it that they're all bunched together or just not like blue chip guys? There's just, yeah, there's no, you know, like you said, there's no Bosa. There's no miles Garrett in this draft. Everybody is, you know, like everybody loved the Greg Rousseau guy from Miami, but the guy didn't play last year. So he redshirted his freshman year, the sophomore year. He had 15 and a half sacks was like, okay, this guy's an animal. Then he took this, you know, he took COVID year off this year and he's just way bigger. He's not the, you know, tall skinny bender guy that he was two years ago. Now he's got some thickness to him and he's not moving the same way. And now it looks like he could fall out of the first round. So, so yeah. I mean, <laughs> the guy gets COVID, works out too much, and ends up costing himself millions of dollars. Right? That's, yeah. That's not. That's just too bad. <laughs> Jesus yeah, it's Christ. that old story. <laughs> yeah. Um, but who knows? I mean, there's there's gonna be like the guy that I really like. He's coming up. I have the Bills getting them, so we'll talk about them. But Carlos Basham Jr., six five, two eighty five freakish defensive end from wake forest i think he could be good so so we'll see we'll get there um so we just did the titans at 22 next pick 23 is the jets this is the pick they got from seattle 
Um, I have them getting another wide receiver that a lot of people are high on, Rondale Moore, wide receiver from Purdue. This is a little guy, um, right? 5'10", 180. Um, there's a lot of videos of him, like, squatting 600-something pounds. Like He's, I like, do. a freak athlete. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he had, like, uh, holy shit, look at this guy freshman year. And then the last two years, he's been in and out of the lineup with injuries and he's not had the most consistent quarterback play, but he's another dynamic guy that can play out of the slot. You know, he can take handoffs, do the end around, you know, he can sounds, make play. Sounds like a Jets pick for sure. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm pretty high on him, but who knows? So, I mean, like you're either, so basically you're either getting Tyreek Hill or Tavon Austin. Those are your. The Tavon Austin is right where I was with that. There's not a ton of in between. It feels like with, with guys like this. No. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of uh, slot receivers in this draft. Like a lot of them, a lot of guys that aren't huge. Um, Yeah. A lot of speed. Yeah. the, The Alabama guys. Yeah. So you're going to see a lot of these small little fast guys. Um, like the, I, I told you about the 2-2 Atwell guy from Louisville. 5'6", 149. Yeah, that's That is terrifying. Tiny. Um, but there's all, there's a couple small running backs in here, and, you know, they can they can be the next Darren Sproyles. So, so yeah. Frank, Frank Gore Jr. is little. He's, he's he? a little guy. Yeah, he's slender. You know, Frank is 5'9", 215, and, like, Frank Gore Jr. is, like, maybe 175. Where's he at? What school? He has a small school. Uh, Southern Mississippi. Uh, okay. 5'8", 165. Damn. This little guy. Yeah, there's some. But he was just a freshman. He's got, he's got a few years to put on. You know, maybe he can get up to 185 or something like that, but. Anyway, Frank, just, Frank you know. carried a lot of a lot of weight in his head and neck. Like he was, Frank had a thick yeah. neck. Five nine two fifteen. Five nine two fifteen. Yeah, it's a that's a ball. <laughs> bag of fucking cement right there. Uh, <laughs> Hall of Famer. Hall yeah. of Famer. No Hall of doubt. Famer. Yes, sir. Um, right. Next pick. 24 Schittsburg Steelers um, getting some offensive line help. I have them getting the left tackle Alex Leatherwood out of Alabama. He's been such a an pretty amazing name. Yeah. That is such Dude. an amazing name. I mean, not the Alex part. No. Yeah. Right. Oh, Leatherwood? Leatherwood. Leatherwood. Photos, Leatherwood. Yeah. I was going to say, that's like, this is a UGK song right here. That's, that's just. Um, yeah, he, he was a steady uh, – this guy's an animal in the run game. Um, he allowed a little bit – doesn't he didn't give up any, a lot of sacks, but he did give up some pressures. Um, but, I mean, Alabama – if you get if you get an offensive line from Alabama, Wisconsin, Notre Dame, like you should feel pretty good about it. Like those those schools are churning out the best offensive linemen right now. Niners, Iowa's fans, up there. Niners fans would beg to get differ about Mike McGlinchey. But – his run blocking yeah, is amazing. He's just, he's just so tall. He's six yeah. nine. He's not the greatest athlete. Like he gets he gets pushed around in the passing game. But for whatever, like he's you 
anyway, he gets pushed around the passing game and but is a mauler in the run game. It's like completely bass backwards for a guy that's that tall and anyway, whatever. Yeah, I'm no offensive he, uh, line guru. He um yeah, no, I mean I I saw him play at Notre Dame every snap. So I've definitely seen him <laughs> get beat around the corner. Um but I'll tell you what, Notre Dame offensive lineman are uh doing yeah. pretty well in the pros right now. So yeah. Um but yeah, let's not uh, stick around with the Steelers. Next pick, 25. Jaguars. This is a pick they got from the Rams for Jalen Ramsey, I believe. Gotta be. Part of that trade. Yeah, got um, be. I have them. If you want a hard-hitting safety, this is the guy. Trevon Morig. Safety, TCU. Um, TCU is one of those schools that plays like a 3-3-5 defense, so they got DBs all over the field, and this is the guy that c- can cover anybody, and also can come into the box and hack a wall up. Um, another guy I would not be mad if the Browns got, even though they don't really need a safety. Sounds like a guy um, I wouldn't be mad if the Niners traded up for. Yeah. So if, if, sounds like if so you need familiar. a safety, look up this guy's highlights because he can hit, which is, I mean, what everybody wants in a safety, right? So. Um, and every like, I've been. Doug, I feel like you mock- have the least. Doug, I feel like you have the least offensive YouTube search history known to me. Right. Like it's just, it's just all like small Highlight school reels. defensive backs and Notre Dame yeah, football. Right. Highlight And then just fucking random ass like rap songs from the '90s. Like, yep, that's right. all I got. My. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Jaguars. I've seen. Um, I've seen this guy mock to them and like like almost every mock draft I've looked at, like they have the Jaguars getting the safety at 25. So I changed my, uh, changed my pick from a wide receiver to help out their sunshine quarterback to this guy. All right. I've been outside influences. Um, next is the Cleveland Browns. Holy shit. Who'd have thought number 26. I have them getting the only first uh, first round worthy defensive tackle in this draft, Christian Barmore, defensive tackle from Alabama. Um, I've seen him go way higher. Or is that Darius? Yeah, I've yeah, I've it's seen Darius him as high as, No, but I've seen Christian Bear. I've seen him as high as like in the teens, like 12, 13. Okay. Um, so you're not wrong. So I got it uh, wrong, but I was right. I like it. But yeah, but he he I've also seen him fall a little bit. I've been doing those. Uh, have you guys have tried any of the PFF mock simulator things for the drafts? Probably not. I, did, that- I no, I did. No, and I tried it twice, and I kept getting Trevor Lawrence, and I'm like, this thing's broken. <laughs> I was, I was yeah. Like, I was the Niners, and I kept. I did two. I did two in a row, and ended up with Trevor Lawrence both times. I'm like, well, okay, at, and at this point. I'd probably be upset if we ended up with Trevor Lawrence. Like I, I, I'm so high on. I think I said this in the last spot. I'm just gonna keep saying it. Yeah. And that's the way I jinxed it, so that Trevor Lawrence fell to the Niners. But anyways, I mean, if the nine, if the Niners got Trevor Lawrence or Justin Fields, you should be pretty happy. Um, even if they got um, what's his name, the Wilson from BYU. Like exactly. the Niners are the Niners have talent like whoever goes like this is what the scouts are saying and the the unnamed executives is it doesn't matter who they pick whoever they pick is going to be the best quarterback in this draft 
as long as Kyle Shanahan doesn't get fired. Yeah, like, I mean, that's definitely the best situation out of any of these teams needing a quarterback. No, so, no yeah. team, no team has ever. This is the earliest a team has ever picked two years after winning a Super Bowl. So, just throwing that out there. Yeah. But yeah, um, so yeah, big defensive tackle to replace Sheldon Richardson. The Browns uh, had to release Sheldon Richardson. They're, they're still trying to re-sign Richardson again, I guess. So I guess it's going to depend on what other teams offer him, but he could be back and then maybe we get a cornerback or a wide receiver or someone else. So, but for now, I have them getting Christian Barrymore. This um, is the sixth Alabama guy this in the first round. Yes. That's gross. Yeah. I mean, 20%. they had... I can't remember how many LSU players were drafted in last year's draft after their great year, but it's the same thing. Like Alabama was just loaded this year on both sides of the ball. Um, it's stupid. So here we are Ravens. So another piece of shit franchise. I have them getting Jalen Phillips um, past rusher out of Miami. Um, this is the guy that has like the big pro day ran super fast benched a bunch had a great broad jump and and a vertical leap but he was a guy who went to ucla had a bunch of concussions was out of like was going to stop playing football and then decided to transfer miami and he had a monster year so this guy again ed rusher who has some question marks just like the rest of them um but he is a big strong dude that put up some numbers last year because Rasa wasn't even playing so Ravens pass rusher as usual. Seems um, to work for them. Yeah, they I mean they got a good system in place. We'll see so. without we'll see with is this how many drafts have they not had Ozzy? One, two? Is this their second draft without last Ozzie? year was I think last year was the first one without them. So um, they could easily go wide receiver as well. I mean, that's been well documented. They need help on the out, you know, receiver. Yeah. So, but there's a lot of good receivers in this. So we'll see. Um, number 28, New Orleans Saints. I have them getting Jason OE from Penn State. Um, they lost one of their top pass rushers, Trey Hendrickson, to the Bengals. So I have them replacing him with the, another one of the freakiest athletes in this draft. Um, Jason Owe was a guy that had a better, better uh, combine or better pro day than actual football season. <clears throat> Potentials there. Like, he hasn't been. Th those are the guys you worry about, especially at like defensive end. Yeah, like you're supposed to like if you're an edge rusher, you're supposed to be like you're playing inferior competition. Like you're moving up a level if you don't have production as a. That's that's just that's a huge red flag to me, especially at that position. Yeah. So. But he's a guy that hasn't been playing as long, playing the sport as long as some of these other guys too. So his ceiling could be a little bit higher. I said it's a um, red flag, Doug. <laughs> well, hey, the red flag. I agree. I agree. He had zero. <laughs> he had zero sacks, which is uh, not a good thing. That's a. What? That's what? a. Jesus. Yeah. But people are gushing over his athleticism and. Okay. Everywhere now I, I need the, I need the Saints to draft this guy in the first round now. Yeah, he could go sooner than this. Like, there's I've seen drafts with him being the first pass rusher off the board. So here we are. Um, but yeah, Saints. 
I mean, what do you, is there any other position you that's, could think of for like those the, guys? What's what's uh, there's some line about a trickless magician, and I can't get it out of my head, but I also don't know where to. I mean, I think where the Saints, to place I think we it. talked about this last week, but the Saints should pick a quarterback there. Yeah, there's no QB that's going to help them this year and the next few years to pick here. So that doesn't mean they're not going to do it. But yeah. I think they have to carry, they're, they're going to have to carry three quarterbacks. Like, that's a tough thing for. Uh, that's a tough thing to do. I mean, I guess with Taysom, like you've got you use them other places, but they'd have to like yeah. have active three quarterbacks. Everything and it's hard to hard to build a team when you're taking up spots like that. Yeah. Plus, if you want to talk taking a quarterback here in these last few picks, um, the next pick number twenty nine is the Green Bay Packers. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, we all know how that went um last year so they better wait you've got them taking a first round wide receiver doug they have to right like years of do they stupid i they have to like even like there's a really good cornerback they should probably take instead but i specifically went with the uh, wide receiver just because they've biffed it so bad the last few years i i just like they're gonna end up picking like travis Etienne or something like that it's gonna be amazing (laughs) That was going to be so good. Second round pick on AJ Dillon, an extra $12 million a year to Aaron Jones, and then taking a running back. Uh, just do it. Pump it into my veins. Come on, baby. Yeah, no, I, I have them getting a slot receiver, Elijah Moore from Old Miss. This is another guy that is just fast, outruns people, punt returner, kick returner. And he's a slot receiver, which is kind of what they need. They got some good size with the receivers they have on their team now. So the quick slot guy, Elijah Moore, and this is the guy that uh, Odell Beckham uh, has been pumping too. So not a big guy, but very fast. Elijah Moore. Um, Don't you just want to say like the honorable in front of it? I just always want to – anytime I see Elijah, I just want to say the honorable Elijah. Honorable Elijah. I do like that. Um, number 30 is the Bills. I have them getting Carlos Basham Jr. I mentioned him earlier. Defensive end from Wake Forest. This guy definitely uh, played well against Notre Dame when I watched uh, that game. He is 6'5", 285, and freakishly athletic. And his last um, name's Basham. That's the perfect name for a fucking defensive end. I'm a Basham. I'm just going to bash him. What are we going to do? We're going to bash him. We're going to bash him. And I just feel like this is a guy that would fit right in with the Bills. They're tough-nosed defense. They've got some aging uh, defensive end pass rushers there. So I think that's a good position for them to look at uh, if they like one of these guys. So Way Way better name position fit than McCorkle and QB. Just going to throw that out there. Basham and de- defensive end is better than McCorkle QB. Just it's a weird, it's a weird combination, McCorkle. Mm-hmm. That's all. Um, the 31st pick, the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, they need some offensive line help, but I actually have them getting a defensive back because I think they need some secondary help as well. And Asante Samuels Jr., not the second, but junior cornerback Ooh. from Coward. Florida State. Coward. <laughs> nope. Loser. Coward. Um, he is probably just as talented as the other four corners taken in front of him. He's just not as big, so I think that's why he's going to fall 
to the fifth cornerback drafted. Um, but he uh, he lives up to his name. Um, he's definitely a cover corner, uh, just like his dad was. So Chiefs uh, add another weapon to their secondary with Tyrone Matthew, um, which I think would be a great pick for him. That's not, there's That's pretty good value at the 31st pick. Wait, Doug, we're on the 31st pick. We haven't talked about the Seahawks yet. Mm, yeah, they, they don't have a pick in the first round. Um, they is only have the, three, three total. Is that, gosh, is that is that because they gave up two first-round picks for a, 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 a defensive back that can't catch? Is that, is that what they did? <laughs> Jamal a with, Adams. A safety with no, with no interceptions. Okay, yeah, the Seahawks checking. are kind of uh, – they're in a sorry situation. you got to be feeling good about it. And the Rams, too. We haven't even mentioned the Rams. Yeah, neither team with a first-round pick. Meanwhile, so. just saying, nine picks, including the third overall. Just, throwing, just you know, <laughs> feeling good, feeling strong. Get to play the fourth, fourth, uh, the last play schedule. I'm good with that. Bring them As, back. Yeah, you should, be, you should feel good, for sure. Yeah. All right, guys, ready for the last one? Um, the Dazzle Tampa us. Bay Buccaneers. Um, I have them getting a offensive tackle Walker little from Stanford. Um, weird name, but this guy was supposed to be the best tackle in this draft two years ago. Then 2019, he played one game and then got hurt. And then he didn't play at all in 2020 because of COVID. Um, so this guy does not have a lot of tape, but his sophomore year, he was one of the best offensive linemen in college football. So you this is one of those guys where, like, you know, could have been drafted a lot higher if he played those years, but now maybe he falls to you and he's a great, uh, great pick for you in a year or two. And that's sense right there. I like that. Is the first round. Well uh, done. All right. So now for round two through four. And yeah. With the 33rd pick. <laughs> <laughs> And, and and let's actually that's not really a joke because Doug definitely has that somewhere. I w- I feel very confident that I could draft like the first three or four rounds, like for a football team, and do okay. And 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 I would agree with that confidence. I would support you on that. Yeah, well, I, I mean, mean I like, like once. I would strongly yeah. recommend a Patreon if you're looking to raise money to buy a football team. It's uh, it's going wonders for me. I'm up to like a uh, hundred and like twelve dollars a month. It's uh, uh, it's huge. So you know we're just a few, a few hundred years away from being able to buy buy a football team. Sick. Yeah. Slowly it's cool. surely. Yeah. Forty forty eight in Sweden, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> the Empire. Uh, well, Doug, thanks for doing this. I I. Uh, I didn't realize there was two cornerbacks in here that were going by the second. And now I, and now I really can't wait for the draft. I'm actually going to, I just can't wait. It's going to be beautiful. Yeah, man. It's going to be a good one. There's a lot of, what, uh, what are we all doing? A lot for of the talent. What are we all doing for the draft? Doug, you'll, you're, you're not working. No, I haven't worked in a month. Oh, really? I don't go into the store anymore. Oh, nice. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm basically retired. Hey, look at you. Look at us. Look at you. Look at us. Look at you. <laughs> um, I mean, dude, if you want to come watch the draft with me, you know I'll be watching. 
Yeah, I'm. I'm thinking. You know, we 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 go we go live from. Uh, yeah, from that's what to say. That's a great here. live. That's a great live opportunity. Me, you, and Ronnie, dude. Oh, wow! <laughs> wow! The One last member, The fourth member of the podcast. Wow, he's here with Trevor. me. He's down here with me. Wow, Trevor, drive down, dude. Have a party. Curtis will be here. Oh. He used to yell at me for for renting a place on my own 10 years ago. (laughs) (laughs) I think he's still mad about that. I, the last, I don't know. (laughs) The last, the first time I watched a draft with Curtis was the Alex Smith draft. That was the first draft. I that was, that was when I met Doug. That was the first Um, time we met. Yeah. That was the first time we met was, was the draft. We go, we go back to the 2005 draft. That's it all started. Back. It all started at the 2005 draft for you two. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Where was this? Santa in Barbara? a small little apartment, upstairs apartment, in a little townhouse in uh, in South Park, down by the B- Balboa Golf Course, right? Yeah. Just yeah. Oh, wow. Doug, yeah. Doug, you were sleeping in the living room. You had a bed in the living room, right? That no, I had my own room. Curtis. Oh, was it was in the Curtis. Was, uh, that, that that was a stupid thing. I should have obviously gone with curtis having those dead in the living room and that was by choice it was a it was a two-bedroom place with three dudes and uh curtis uh curtis somehow drew that part of the living room i really wanted braylon edwards from that draft and uh ended up with alex smith too. and now alex smith is retired we have we've known each other for Alex Smith's entire career, Doug. It's crazy. Exactly. Exactly. Wow. So damn it, we're getting old. I know, dude. I know. Well, uh, no hockey corner today. We don't this is draft only, no hockey corner today. Doug, thanks for putting all this shit together. No I think problem. we've got to do like we gotta do like a a draft challenge, right? Don't they let you pick? forecast all your picks and everything and and uh we'll we'll do like a, a bracket style challenge I'll, I'll put that on the on the thing and we'll we'll give away something i don't know i'll give away something for whoever wins i don't know I like do they still it. do those do they do those like pick them contests for the draft on espn uh i don't know i gotta look, into look that. it up yeah i'll look it yeah up. all right boys trevor all right yeah you looking forward to 166 pound Devonte Smith? I think so. Like three weeks in, you're gonna just be like, "I could snap you like a fucking twig." Uh, yeah, that could easily, <laughs> that, that could easily happen. And, and, you you know, fucking piece of shit. Daniel Jones gets sacked four times a game, and then that's what we're that's what I'm looking at. Yeah. Right. Yeah, easy. Devonte Smith would beat the shit out of you. <laughs> I, I I don't doubt that for a second. Uh, I'm telling you, dude. Look at look at him. Look him up. Like look up his non-receiving highlights. Like he's a tough dude. No, I you know it's shit, man. He, he, Heisman winner from Alabama. The guy's amazing. I'm just he's a unicorn. He's gonna be yeah. good at football and other stuff. All right, that's it. We're done. All right, boys. Next time you hear from us about the draft, it'll be draft night, and we'll either go live from uh, Casa de Doug or. Uh, or we'll we'll do a pod right after one of those two. But happy happy mock drafting and uh, thanks Doug for putting all this shit together. 
absolutely. I will talk to you guys soon. Later. Bye, boys. If you've made it this far, I appreciate it. I hope you liked what I had to say. If you didn't like it, I hope you come back next week and hear more of the stupid shit that comes out of my mouth. Thanks for listening. Go ahead, like, subscribe, review, whatever you got to do. Help me get that podcast clout. Thanks, guys. Breaking up is hard to do, but when it comes to your wireless carrier, you should have left a while ago. You're over the big three carriers. You deserve better. Xfinity Mobile. Now you can get unlimited with 5G included for just $30 a month on the nation's fastest, most reliable network. So break free from the big three and save with Xfinity Mobile. Take the savings challenge at XfinityMobile.com slash savings to see how much you can save when you get Xfinity Mobile and internet together. Reduced speeds at 20 gigabytes per line. Most reliable based on root metrics U.S. report. Results vary, not an endorsement. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.